podcasting from Fort Collins, Colorado. This is Startup Foco, podcast episode five. I'm your host, Vanessa Pagan, gearing up for the 2018 Techstars Startup Week Fort Collins. In this pre-event episode, we have six guests who remind us to think bigger and go further. Let's get into our Startup Week speaker interviews. Thanks for taking the time to join. Lou, you are the new head of the Techstars Foundation, and you are keynoting the Fort Collins Startup Week 2018. Your panel is going to be Wednesday, February 28th at 9 a.m., and you're going to be talking about leading Techstars Foundation. Lou, can you tell us a little bit about what you hope attendees get from hearing you share your message? I think that anyone coming to Startup Week in general should get a sense of community that welcomes them into this vast ecosystem of entrepreneurship. The Techstars Foundation is about making that community a diverse one where everyone feels included. We feel the only barrier to entrepreneurship should be dreaming something worthy. Wow, that's a great vision for what community can look like and reaching out beyond our borders. So as a Startup Week, what do you hope an attendee can find out if it's their first time coming? Like, what would you hope that they get out of it? And what advice would you give them? Each person coming to a Techstars Week like this comes with their own idea of what they could do. They come with their own dream or with a curiosity. They don't even know what they want to do. They just are drawn to for some reason. And I would like them to feel welcomed to come in. Sometimes it's intimidating to see other people who look trendy and look like they know what they're doing. And maybe you're from a background that hasn't had access to that before. You have access come in. You will be welcomed. And I want people to feel that way when they come here. And with the foundation, we're doing specific initiatives to help them feel more wanted and more connected. And that's what I'm hoping to talk about, what some of these initiatives will be, how they can plug into them, and how they get can get that access that they haven't had before. That's great. And Lou, from your vast experience and background, is there a top lesson learned that you can share with attendees? You know, Vanessa, I think that my biggest lesson is yet to be learned because I have to figure out what diversity means when you step outside the United States. I've been to over 60 countries and I will tell you the cultures are so different. What diversity and inclusion means to us is not what it means in another place. So that's why we focus on barriers. I've got to learn how to break down those barriers internationally for entrepreneurs. That's a a great mission. I'm often reminded that when I travel outside of the U.S., my identity is not the state I was born in. It's the citizenship that I hold as an American. That defines who I am when I leave my home country. And when we break down those borders, we become not just our nationality, but we become our common denominator of human beings. It's so true. And in fact, I was grateful that you had said, you know, here's a bonus thing if you want to thank somebody in the community. Yeah. And it goes back to that because I want to thank you for the opportunity to finally publicly thank Pat Stryker. And it's not because of all the amazing philanthropic work she's done or it, in a very circuitous way. Stryker is a cause of why I wound up in this position. But the reason I want to thank her is for something she did almost 20 years ago that has an impact today. My daughter was in a bilingual school at the time in Boulder in my effort to make her culturally diverse so that she could become a global citizen. Pat saved bilingual education in Colorado. That means she saved bicultural understanding. And now my daughter 
daughter is in Tunisia as we speak. She was in Honduras earlier, Kenya before that, and she's working around the world to help governments be more transparent in what they do. She wouldn't be doing that if she hadn't had the bicultural, bilingual education that she got when she was. So I hope to meet Pat someday. I've never actually met her, but I'd love to thank her in person for doing what so many of us aspire to do, which is actually make the world a better place. Thank you for sharing that beautiful story with Pat Stryker, because the seeds that she planted of her efforts over 20 years ago have such a huge impact on you and your daughter and the ability to break down cultural silos. I'm also rooting for you to meet her in person when you come to Fort Collins during Startup Week. Yes, someday. Well, the Techstars credo in general is give first. And once you understand what that means, you will see the amazing effect it has on everything you do and how it brings out the very best in others. So I hope after my keynote, people will walk away thinking this is my time to give first and then they will see what it brings to the world. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge, your personal story of how seeds that we plant can have long-ranging effects into the future and make a difference in people's lives who may not even be born yet. Yeah, well, my pleasure. Thanks, Vanessa. On the line, I have Denny Atsuga, who is the director of Venture Community Development of the Rockies Venture Club. Denny is moderating several panels related to Secrets of Attracting Angels Investors, Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, and also Bootstrapping Your Business. He's also going to be speaking with the mayor on the session called Arting Up Science, New Directions in Cross-Discipline Collaborations. Hi, Denny. Hello. Thanks for joining me. So you're being very active in the 2018 Startup Week at Fort Collins. What do you hope attendees get out of attending this week? So I think what people are going to get out of Fort Collins Startup Week is they get to see how active the startup activities is in the city as well as how many artists are in the city. Most of the startup teams are small and artists tend to be just uh, working on on their own and they're scattered throughout the city so it's really hard to see uh, how active they are uh, because they're so spread out but with events like this they all come out and you get to see them all at once and that really uh, provides scale and the level of activities in the city so i think that's the biggest thing people are going to get out of this that's great And of the panels that you're involved in, what do you hope attendees get out of learning about what it's like to attract angel investors? Yeah, so I'm organizing four sessions and attending one as a speaker. And the main theme for all of these uh, is uh, capital access. In simple term, it's basically how people get their initial chunk of money or seed capital to start implementing their ideas and dreams. So there are several different ways to get to those capital and um, hopefully people attending my session will get a better idea of how to approach angel investors or start making money right away and bootstrap your business and grow their business. That's great. I know I'm personally going to be attending the bootstrapping session. I, I know you've got three other sessions, but I'm, I bootstrap almost all of my companies, so I can't wait to hear what you have to say in that one. Great. The next question I wanted to ask you is, is there something that you can share from your background and experience that you can share with a Startup Week attendee as one of your lessons learned? Yeah. As I said before, I think entrepreneurs and artists tend to work on their own or in a small team. So I think it's really important for them to 
realize that they're part of a bigger community and attending uh, sessions or participating in Startup Week, they get to meet their peers and then exchange knowledge and experience and most importantly, create a new network and even create a community we just meet up or other ways so that they will find ways to communicate and network among themselves. I think that's a really important thing for the entrepreneurs and the artists, I think. Wonderful. Thank you. And the next question I have is related to what do you see as the vision for the future of Fort Collins? So I think I'm going on my sixth year I'm living in Fort Collins, and uh, I've been bringing in the knowledge, experience, and the capital to Fort Collins community, and um, I really do believe in the huge potential in Fort Collins, and it just needs to be catalyzed so that it can take off. And uh, my vision for future Fort Collins is really becoming a model city for a dynamic and vibrant venture community, which I really believe is an integral part of developing triple bottom line community with sustainable social, environmental, and economic growth. So that's that's kind of my vision and hope for this uh, community. That's a that's a great answer. I would like you to share triple bottom. When you say that, what are the triple? What are the three? Yeah. So triple bottom line is a concept uh, that takes into account social, environmental and economic growth all in one and not have lopsided growth in any one of them but always considering other factors as the community grow and as the Fort Collins is expected to double in size in the next uh, 20 years or so, I think it's really important to make sure we have open space and making sure that everybody in the community is taken care of while pursuing economic growth for the community. So that's kind of that triple bottom line concept. Thank you for giving us some context to what that means and what that can look like, because there's so much potential for the future of Fort Collins. And I also hope that it is a very stable foundation that we're growing on top of. Absolutely. Great. That's it. Those are wonderful answers. Thank you so much, Denny. All right. Thank you very much. So as a a very quick introduction, Barbara is the director of the Women's Investors Network for the Rocky Venture Club in Denver, Colorado. And your AMA, as us in the Reddit world call it, is really a chance for the Fort Collins community to be able to ask you whatever questions that they have in mind. Is that right? Absolutely. Everything uh, from why is it so hard to get early stage investing to why is it so hard to be an early stage entrepreneur? A lot of it, uh, why is it so hard? questions I'm feeling. Well, and, and I, I think if you were to talk to entrepreneurs and also to experienced investors, all of us would agree that it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of uh, initiative, persistence, and flexibility to find a match between the early stage venture founder and the right investors. Um, you know, most early stage founders seek funding from friends and family. That's a very classic way to start and probably almost always required as a way to start. But once that early stage founder is really ready to expand uh, her company, 
She's looking for an investor that has the right match for the phase she's in, the industry sector she's in, the kind of venture it is. Is it a, you know, a classic software venture? Is it a retail opportunity? Whatever it is, you really have to work hard to find the right investor. And people with experience can help. So that's really the motivation for the session because we want we want early stage founders, people with good ideas who have really started their company and really want to grow it to success. We want them to have as much information from our experience as possible. So they're not wasting their time on anything. You know, if you're an early stage entrepreneur, unless you've done it before, it's all new and it's pretty obscure. Yeah, that sounds like a a very important topic and one that I also feel um, segues into what is your perspective about the general value of Startup Week overall? Well, it's it's clear that Fort Collins, like many other communities in Colorado, is just full of people with good ideas and lots of hard work. And it's a challenge, though, to connect people with those ideas and ventures to investors. Rocky's Venture Club has a collaboration with a group of investors in Fort Collins. And so once a month, we are up there meeting with investors and presenting pitches from early stage companies. We also host a monthly event called a mastermind where founders can come and meet with me or others from the Rocky Venture Club staff and literally bring up any current challenge they have with their venture. Frequently, it's about funding, but not always. And I know that because of the university, because of the general business community for Collins, we're only seeing a tiny, tiny fraction of what's really possible in Fort Collins. And so I think the whole objective of Startup Week in Fort Collins is to bring focus and resources and attention and uh, ideas together so that that collaboration can then really produce more results for Fort Collins. That's wonderful, Barbara. That leads me to my next question of what advice would you give to a first-time attendee coming to Startup Week? Oh, go to as as many events as possible and take a look at the entire agenda and pick out the ones that match what your current priorities are because there are so many different things that you can attend. As an example, my colleague Dave Harris from Rocky's Venture Club, he will be doing a session how to pitch and that's an essential opportunity for any early stage founder who thinks they're going to get in front of an investor. I mean, we do events to help entrepreneurs learn how to pitch all the time. And many entrepreneurs come in with what they think is the right pitch, but they haven't really understood it from what the investor is looking for. And we really want to save them a lot of time and energy. And we certainly don't want them to fail when they get in front of an investor. Uh, And so take a look at the entire 
agenda of events and pick the ones that are that really are aligned with what your current priorities are and sign up early. That's great. Barbara, what would you say is your vision for the future of Fort Collins? Oh my goodness, it's one of the most powerful economic development engines in the state. Uh, it has incredible traditional agriculture and natural resource uh, assets. It's got the university, and the university is really an amazing economic development engine. I think we haven't yet fully exploited all of the ways that we could collaborate and gotten opportunities, events, and activities that might start in Startup Week, but continue through the year because entrepreneurs and investors don't just need one week a year. You know, we need a full calendar of events that really bring the entire community together. Wonderful. Thank you, Barbara. And your session is Monday, February 26th at 11 a.m. Ask Me Anything, Women Investors and Angels. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. It was a pleasure. I'm on the line with Emily Wilson, Director of Communication for Intersphere. Hi, Emily. Hi, hello. Thanks for being here. There are several sessions going on with Intersphere uh, for Startup Week. And I wanted to mention that on Thursday, March 1st at noon, is a session called Raising Capital for Your Company's Successful Exit, How Your Merger and Acquisition Strategies Affect Capital with PJ Williams. Could you talk a little bit about what that course is about? Yeah, we're really excited about Techstars Startup Week for Collins this year because what Innisphere is doing is really opening the type of curriculum and sessions that we usually provide to our client companies. But for some of these sessions, we're opening it up to the broader community so they can get an inside peek into the issues and struggles that high-tech entrepreneurs go through on a daily basis. So this was one of the sessions we're excited about to invite Startup Week participants to attend here at Innisphere. And PJ Williams is the Innisphere staff person leading that session, and he's here with me today to talk more about it. Hi, PJ. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for being here. I'm glad to do it. So as Emily said, you know, we're really excited about this opportunity. And uh, for the session I'll be speaking at, you know, what we want to focus on is for startup uh, companies in Colorado here, we really want to help them be focused on strategic planning from the beginning. You know, as a startup uh, startup company, you have a lot going on, a lot to manage if you're a single founder. You know, there's so many uh, requests for your time. And sometimes you get so focused on the short term, you don't have time to plan for the long term. And when you're building your business, we just want to make sure that they, they always have a plan for where they want to take their business. And they have goals laid out and a strategic plan to get there. And so really, we just want to point out some steps, helping them think about how to do equity modeling, how to do financial forecasts, how to know when and who to talk to from a potential investment standpoint, um, and really just help them create a plan to achieve the success they're looking for with their company. That's great. Begin with the end in mind, right? Exactly. Excellent. PJ, if there was something you could share as a one of your lessons learned uh, from your career, what could you share with startup attendees? I think it goes back to what I just talked about a lot is just, you know, sometimes a company will sit there and again, be focused on the short term and take a action today or make a decision today and not think about how it's going to affect them down the line. And, you know, those decisions could cost them money, could cost them equity, cost them customers, whatever it may be. And so, again, wanting to always think about both the short-term and the long-term in conjunction with one another, best decisions for the company 
can be made. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing. Emily, there is another session that Innisfear is hosting on Tuesday, February 27th at 10.15 a.m. called From Ideas to a Business, Establishing Your Competitive Advantage, How Your Culture and Investment Philosophy Defines Your Strategic Competitive Advantage with Bud Michael. Could you talk a little bit about what that workshop is about? Yeah, definitely. So we are packing a lot of information into two hours here from 1015 to 1215. For all of our sessions, we usually always try to keep it to one hour. But there's so much good information in this topic. We really wanted to take advantage of everyone being excited about events during this week and have a two-hour session on this topic to talk about beachhead markets and the tools that entrepreneurs need to really choose and focus on their beachhead market so that they're not all over the place. Also, building scale and to talk about some laws that impact your company's scale. And then we'll also talk a lot about customer development interviews, how to go about those, and how your customer development interviews affect your validation of the product you're looking to achieve. And Bud Michael, who's leading this session, he runs our enterprise software, so B2B software program, and also works with hardware companies. So he's a really valuable resource as well when it comes to just being a mentor and advisor in our community to software and hardware startups. That's great. And there is also a session on Thursday, March 1st at 1030 a.m. called Investor Relations with Doug Johnson. Could you talk a little bit about what that workshop is about? Yeah, so what this uh, topic is about, covering investor relations, is really helping companies understand the different types of investors that are out there, when and how to engage with those investors the expectations those investors will have from a due diligence perspective, and then post-successful investment from one of these investors, how do you manage the ongoing relationship? How do you communicate uh, how things are going with the company? How do you communicate financial health of the company? Um, just wanting to make sure that you stay engaged with your investors to build that relationship. That's great. Thank you, PJ. Emily, PJ, could you share a little bit about what your vision is for the future of Fort Collins? So we here at Innisfere, we definitely are looking into the future because now that Innisfere has been around, we're approaching 20 years in operation, we definitely want to be here in another 20 years. And so long-term financial sustainability and building up programs that enhance job creation and entrepreneurship in Northern Colorado are extremely important for us. Specifically when it comes to the life science industry. We're really looking to build up capacity there, not only in programs, but also in facilities to expand lab space so that entrepreneurs that are in life science companies have the facilities they need in order to grow their bioscience business. And Innisfer has locations all along the front range in Colorado to better support all Colorado entrepreneurs, but we will always be headquartered here in Fort Collins. Is there anything that either of you would like to share that we didn't get a chance to cover in the the questions here? There's just a lot of things Innisfere is excited about. So before the week kicks off on Monday, Innisfere is actually partnering with the Institute for Entrepreneurship at CSU to hold a startup weekend event that's happening here at Innisfere the weekend before the big startup week. And then on Tuesday, we have our big two-hour session during the day, but at night, we are hosting here the Northern Colorado Food Cluster Annual Meeting, which the food cluster has been doing a lot of great things to support food entrepreneurs. So we're extremely happy to have them here in the building. 
At the same time, on Tuesday night, the Fort Collins Internet Professionals are also meeting here. And then on Wednesday night, there will be a meetup of uh, AWS, which is Amazon Web Services meetup. So you can go on the schedule and find a plethora of a lot of different, whether it's meetups or educational sessions. But I just hope that everyone realizes that there are so many resources and mentors in the community, and if they've ever wondered where those people or organizations are, they definitely need to attend something during Startup Week, because no matter what you attend, there will be at least one nugget of information that you will take away that will affect how you drive your business forward. And there's a lot of webinars out there, but this week, with all of these in-person sessions, there's nothing that can really replace that. And when it comes to advisors and mentors, one thing we're really excited about is that Innisphere has a robust advisor program called the SAGE Advisors. And some of Innisphere's SAGE Advisors are partnering with the mentors at the Small Business Development Center and holding free office hours to give uh, free consulting sessions to people at Startup Week who sign up for those one-on-one mentoring sessions. Are those on Monday, Mentor Monday? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, so if you have a lot of specific questions, maybe when it comes to uh, needing advice, someone with a law background or marketing background or business development background, check out those mentoring hours and sign up for those. That's great. I'm so glad that you were able to tell all about the different activities and sessions that Innisphere is participating in with Startup Week. That's a wonderful resource. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. You're very welcome. Take care. On the line, I have Cindy Skalicki, who is the owner of On Point Communication. She is doing a speaking session on Thursday, March 1st at noon called Master Your Message, How Your Communication Adjusts As Your Startup Grows. Hi, Cindy. Hi. How are you, Vanessa? I am doing great. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. What would you say you hope that people get out of coming to Startup Week? There's going to be so much going on during this whole week in all kinds of different areas. What do you hope people get by being a part of it? That's a great question. I would say I hope that people come to Fort Collins Startup Week and get motivation to press on with whatever their current project or venture is. I hope they get community connections with people that they haven't met before that can help them further their idea or business. And I also hope they get thought-provoking events that are put on by really great speakers who can help others really build in some of the places maybe they're not able to build by themselves. We're a great community, and Fort Collins is an excellent place for people to connect, grow, and thrive. Of the people who get to come to your session specifically, what do you hope that they leave with? Absolutely. I hope that when people come to my session, they bring with them a a sense of awareness about themselves for one, because what I'm going to do is walk people through three different stages of communication that I have seen across all kinds of different startups. A lot of times when people start a new business, consulting agency, whatever it might be, They begin with networking conversations. And so a lot of people go out, have a lot of coffees, lots of one-on-one conversations. So those are unique because there's the nonverbal and the verbal component of a coffee conversation, and you want to be able to master that. So once you've really gotten a good network going, you want to get your idea out there in a more professional way. 
a lot of the companies I work with are getting ready to do some pitch competitions, for example. And so we're doing a pitch competition at the Startup Week, which I'm really excited about. And that's an area that I definitely help people achieve message mastery by doing. I help them with pitch decks, soup to nuts in terms of slide decks, presentation presence, delivery, and importantly, how to rehearse that delivery. Um, And then the third piece, if you really get beyond that pitch, you've had investment interest, maybe some fat checks, right, that everybody would love to put in their pocket. It's time to go out and do some media interviews and consider how you're going to disseminate your message through press release writing and social media platform messaging. And those are some larger stage um, areas where messaging is really important. So there's a progression from small to medium to large, essentially. And I hope people will come with some ideas of how they can do that. That's awesome. That gives people a chance to say wherever you are on your journey of your startup or your projects or your mission, that there's a message that can be tailored just for them. Exactly. So that's going to be our focus. And I'm looking forward to seeing where everybody is. We'll have a chance to stand up and do introductions right then so you can practice a little bit and get friendly feedback. And we'll get some strategies and action-oriented tips by the time they leave the room. Awesome. Okay, I have one more minute. And my last question is, Cindy, I know you're from Chicago, right? I am. Yes. So you are one of the wonderful people who have been attracted by the magnetism of Fort Collins. Yes. What would you say is your idea of the future of the city? Oh, that's a great question. So when I started to work with startups in Fort Collins over the past few years, it was immediately the case that I saw the rich culture that was here. There are just so many wonderful people with innovative ideas and a real grit to get it done. The other piece is the collaborative nature that I noticed right away. People are so giving and uh, compassionate about ideas and the time that they will spend with you to just toss ideas around. So it's a rich culture for startups. So the vision, when I think about Fort Collins, I just know that there's so much potential here. We are definitely a star on the map when it comes to places where startups should grow and then go. So for me as a pitch coach, it's my goal to be a part of that vision and help speakers get on the stage and nail it so that they can get their investment and their business will grow and they can expand to the to the goals that they've created for themselves and their and their business and ultimately grow the economy. So I think it's a wonderful week to celebrate that. Thank you so much for being on the line, Cindy. You're welcome. Thank you, Vanessa. My pleasure. On the line, I have Joe Smody, who is the founder and producer of FOCO Speaks Out. He is leading a speaking session for FOCO Speaks Out on February 26th, which is Monday at 3 p.m. Hi, Joe. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. Can you tell us a little bit about what do you think attendees can expect out of FOCO Speaks Out? I think they're going to get a flavor of what the larger presentation was on December 6th. We had a 90-minute presentation we held at a local theater in Fort Collins and with an amazing reception of over almost 200 people that showed in a theater that sits 116. And they're going to get a flavor of what that's like. After that, then we'll get a chance to really dig deep and have a dialogue around the potentiality for cultural change of this kind of idea. Because what we're really looking for, Vanessa, is a way to 
uh, galvanize a group of people, a community members who really want to see social change around social justice, uh, more equality, more diversity, more equity. And it's really important that we get clear on those paths of possibilities. And that's where the group will come in. We really want everyone to be very dynamically involved in interaction. And we're going to create 30 minutes of discussion around that. That sounds great. And it sounds very interactive. A lot of energy in terms of bringing ideas together with the uh, the ability to network and have community building. Yeah, I mean, this is really about being a part of the solution. So uh, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be involved in that part of it, but you definitely can bring your ideas to the uh, table. And we'd love to hear how you've seen it done before, or even just spontaneous ideas that come up to you as you see the presentation. I'm going to show a a very quick three-minute video that I created from the December 6th event so people can actually see what happened there and get energized by that. But mostly, I want people to be a part of the pulse of this conversation because there's so much positivity in Fort Collins around this concept. Lots of different types of groups of people want to be involved in this, meaning the city of Fort Collins. Collins, to foundations, to corporations. So it's important for me to hear from community members how they see this happening and how it can be effective. That's great. What would you say to someone attending Startup Week for the first time? There's going to be over 130 sessions and over 100 different speakers. What would you tell the person who's coming for the first time? Be very open to listening and writing lots of notes and being very bold with shaking hands and being uncomfortable when you shake those hands and being ready to ask intriguing questions to people about their life and not make it so centric about you necessarily and what you need, but really be open just to hearing people's stories, getting people talking about what their life is all about and what they've been up to. And if you kind of distance yourself from your own agenda, you can get out of the way a little bit and just allow the uh, kind of the fluidity of this kind of event and all these amazing people who are coming together to really come to you and let inspiration lead you in that way. And then maybe down the road after the whole event's over with, you'll start to see where the alignment is naturally. And if you find one or two amazing alignments over this week, you've done a a lot for your life. And and I would say that's a that's a huge win on your part. Awesome. Joe, can you tell us a little bit about the vision that you have for the future of Fort Collins? I see a lot of diverse leaders in our community where uh, business businesses are run by diverse leaders. The city staff and council members are diverse as well. Uh, so there's a sense of nurturing those leaders. Uh, keeping people in our community is really important. So we want to c- create an environment where people want to stay for decades so that they're willing to invest their energy and their talents into this community. Um, And I also see a time where we don't hear hate. We don't hear intolerances uh, that people can handle themselves with a lot more grace and peace and love and um, whatever differences that we see in the community around us, we can hold those in a a more special place in our body and our mind and our spirit so it doesn't cause more tension. And so that we can be more welcoming to the homeless. We can be more welcoming to all the different kinds of people that want to live here that makes, makes everybody feel like they matter. And Joe, if there was someone that you could recognize for the hard work and effort that they've done to make Fort Collins the great city that it is right now, who would you want to recognize? That's a really great question, Vanessa. Um, I'm not going to actually answer that specifically with one person. I would say um, that what I'm experiencing from the community is everyone's got a unique flavor and unique voice and unique talent. And I'm seeing those people who really want to make a difference. They're stepping out there. They're getting into their uh, discomfort. 
they're dealing with the challenges of building something in this community, but they're moving through all those challenges and they're finding a way to share their voice and their talents. People are doing that through music. People are doing that through art. People are doing that through creating a business. People are doing that in small ways in this community. So I, I really feel like I'm seeing a lot of people wanting to be more invested in Fort Collins. And I think that's the thing that matters and that we should all feel really encouraged by where's my voice? Where's my talent? How can I move it forward? Pay it forward to this community because that's what's going to make it really work down the road. We can be a little less self focused and a little bit more group community focused. And I think that's the future. That was a great answer. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, thank you, Vanessa. I'm on the line with Peggy Lyle. She's the director of the downtown Fort Collins Creative District and an organizer of Art Up Week. Hi, Peggy. Hi. You are moderating a session on Tuesday, February 27th at noon, plugged in. Be part of City of Fort Collins Arts and Public Arts Programs. Can you tell us a little bit about what you hope attendees get from the session you're moderating? Well, I, I would love to make sure that people have a sense of how they can be engaged in our community and especially in um, kind of some wonderful programs that the City of Fort Collins offers. Um, for artists to make public art, uh, be engaged, and really connect with other artists. That's great. And what do you hope attendees get out of coming to Art Up Week and and Startup Week? I really hope that they um, come away with a sense of possibility. Um, I think uh, many times people just need to have that little kernel of information, um, a best practice, or making a connection with somebody to realize that some of their business dreams can actually turn into a successful business model. I would love to have people walk away with some of the right tools to help move their businesses forward and think of art as a business. Um, the whole week has so many resources and we have so many great connections and support organizations in Fort Collins. If I can move people a little closer to those connections, I'll consider it a success. And Peggy, from your background and experience, could you share with us one of your top lessons learned? Yeah, definitely. My top lessons learned. Boy, um, I think when it's thinking about artists and creatives, I think one of the things that happens is people often are um, worried about being in business and that somehow that will violate their art or their passion. And I think it's just the opposite. They need to think of themselves as business people um, and use some of the conventional tools so that they can have a successful career in what they love. Um, And then vice versa. If people don't consider themselves creative, sometimes I think being able to be creative about your approaches makes you more holistic. So at the end of the day, really, both entities need each other to be successful in their businesses. As far as my own personal experience, I think plan really well, but then be flexible. So you know what what kind of you're going for. You've got your strategic goals set out. You know your business. But then when another opportunity comes your way or something else interferes with your plans, you're still mobile enough to be um, successful and to kind of modify your plan. That's a great answer. I actually really like the idea that art and business aren't exclusive to each other and that they can be in the same the same person or same organization. So I'm I'm glad that you're you're sharing that. Peggy, could you share with us your vision of what the future of Fort Collins can look like? Yeah, I think that Fort Collins has is really on an amazing trajectory as a city. Um, I think we have so many entrepreneurs here, so many people thinking creatively about what they 
can do in the world. We tend to be a city of starters, which I love. I think I'd like to see us sort of expand our city's brand to encompass creativity so that we're really realizing that quintessential way of life and why people choose to live in a community, all creative, and that includes arts, that includes, you know, passions like brewing beer. Um, so I think expanding of what we are as a city, I think that's really important. Um, I'd like to see us have even more kind of world-class campuses. So maybe having creative activity campuses, you know, community art centers, more campuses like the music district would be amazing. You know, having more murals and displays of kind of our culture around. So again, immersing the entire city and all of our um, wonderful passions, just putting them on display. And how can we do that? Um, I also think uh, it would be wonderful to kind of focus on our reputation maybe of cultivating new talent and sowing the seeds for people to really grow and be fostered here, they may not stay the entire time. And I think that's a challenge to get them to stay. So how can we be okay with being the place that people are incubated and that people start and we cultivate that even if they move on to larger markets after that? I think that's a great thing for us to embrace about ourselves and not worry about trying to keep everyone here. We've got a lot of new talent coming up all the time. Other great things I'd love to see for Fort Collins, I'd love to see a little more innovative technology kind of deployed into transportation, into some of our um, some of our systems. So if we're going to be innovative, I want to see innovative and creative signs. I want to see, um, you know, more unique thinking, kind of like what we've had with the Mason Street Corridor and, um, you know, our broadband and some of our things like that. I'd like to continue to see Fort Collins uh, excel in that range. That's a great answer. You have, you've got a vision for every part of the future. I love it. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I, I've been here for a while. And also, I guess one last thing that I would love is I would love for Fort Collins um, to not just be a place of starters, but be a place of finishers. And so that when we start endeavors, maybe they're more collaborative endeavors and they're more consolidated so that resources go to one place and really it thrives instead of five little things all starting and trying to kind of unfortunately probably compete with each other. We just have like one or two big things start and that way we can really triple down and succeed together. I think that, and that goes across kind of all the different like nonprofits and for-profit businesses, um, just seeing those efforts kind of working together. We collaborate, but we don't always put it under one roof. And I think that would be beneficial. That's a great perspective. Peggy, if you could give recognition to someone or an organization in Fort Collins that you feel has not uh, been recognized, who would you like to give a shout out to? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, one that I think really, really deserves recognition is the Larimer County Small Business Development Center. Really just such an amazing resource that I don't know if everyone in our business community knows is here. I mean, almost like all of their consulting is free. You know, so you're getting free business advice from people who uh, have expertise in so many different areas. They have workshops. It's this great accelerator that people can use if you're a brand new startup and have zero business knowledge, or you can go in as an established business and say, Hey, I want to take it to the next level. Or, you know, I've been in business for 10 years and things are, you know, sort of not staying fresh and my business needs some help, or I need to understand my numbers again. Why are my numbers going down? That all that kind of support is in this 
amazing little office over in um, the Innisfere building. And so I wish that more people uh, knew about them and, and could take advantage of them. That's a great shout out. Yeah. And and again, it's it's really accessible to everybody. So um, and with more, uh, you know, more engagement, they can probably provide even more um, kind of services to the community. But I think it's something I, I uh, worked for the downtown Fort Collins Business Association for 13 years and we were partners. Um, but, you know, between that and the chamber and all these other uh, business oriented resources in town, I wish that they were funneling even more people to the center so that they could really do their businesses justice and take it to that next level. That would be great. Wonderful. Peggy, you did it. This is the whole interview. All the questions answered. Oh, good. All right, Peggy, thanks so much. I will see you face to face. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, have a great day. Thanks for listening to Startup FOCO podcast. If you like our show and want to know more, check out startupfoco.com and sign up for our newsletter. There, you'll be able to join us for our next podcast episode.